This is an Alert USA Threat Journal National Situation Update for the week ending Saturday, February 10th, 2018. This week in security news. On 10 occasions this week, Alert USA subscribers were notified via SMS messages to their mobile devices regarding safety and security matters. First up, on Thursday, Alert USA subscribers were notified of a new video released by the Islamic State's Al-Hayat Media Center within which women are encouraged to join the Jihad. Released in multiple languages, the video provides an update on battles and suicide bombings in Syria, supposedly part of a campaign to free female captives. The video includes clips of Muslim women dressed head-to-toe in black niqabs with firearms actively engaged in combat. The narrated video is backed by a nasheed or an a cappella chant encouraging the same. Also included are scenes of physically handicapped and disabled individuals using crutches and in wheelchairs also involved in battle in carrying out suicide attacks. This new video is sparking significant interest within counterterrorism circles given the Islamic State's laws to date forbidding women from combat roles. A shift from women supporting the Islamic State in non-combat functions to their direct involvement as fighters is very telling on a number of levels, particularly given the group's previous Sharia-based emphasis on women's domestic roles and gender segregation. Longtime Alert USA and Threat Journal subscribers will remember our previous reporting from as far back as 2015 about the Islamic State's use of female recruiters to prey on young women and the establishment of a pipeline to assist Western women in traveling to Syria in order to contribute to the formation of their new society, albeit in traditional roles. This is not to say that Islamist terror groups have not previously used women as formal combatants. Palestinian Hamas, various Chechen insurgent groups, as well as Sunni groups such as the former Al-Qaeda in Iraq, have all done so. But for the Islamic State, this is very new. The use of both women and disabled men as part of the fighting force and highlighting them within a widely distributed propaganda video supports several conclusions. 1. The Islamic State is clearly under pressure on the battlefield from opposing international military forces. Many male fighters have either been killed or fled. 2. Calling women to take part in a jihad will likely result in a swelling of the ranks of fighters, at least temporarily. 3. Calling women to take part in a jihad will likely result in their increased participation in attacks off the traditional battlefield, such as in Western nations. Even a casual exploration of the social media accounts of Muslim women around the world shows a widespread antipathy towards the West and a desire for bloodshed. Some of the women even go beyond glorifying the violence to publicly express a desire to carry out violent acts themselves. And as has been seen with many other Islamic State calls to action, this video and the message it contains may very well serve as a trigger. 4. Given the cultural trends in Western nations in terms of women's roles and standing in society, and the general perception of women being non-aggressors, peacemakers, and the quote-unquote weaker vessel, the calling of women to participate in a jihad will most certainly result in a rethinking of the already complex topic of terrorist profiling and the training of security personnel. Speaking bluntly, in the age of the Me Too movement and the dramatic rise in accusations of improper touching and advances by men, who are likely to be more aggressively searched? Who are law enforcement and security personnel more likely to perceive as a possible aggressor? Who are more likely to be intentionally given a pass so as to avoid possible career-ending accusations or wallet-busting legal jeopardy? And finally, this video is also a clear attempt at shaming and motivating able-bodied Muslim men currently not participating in the jihad, an activity which, according to the Quran, Hadiths, and centuries of teachings by religious scholars, is considered fard, F-A-R-D, or compulsory. 
You can find more on this and other stories in this week's issue of the Threat Journal newsletter. If you are not already a subscriber, visit ThreatJournal.com and sign up today. The publication is free and will remain that way. AlertUSA continues to monitor the overall domestic and international threat environment and will immediately notify service subscribers via SMS messages of new alerts, warnings, and advisories, or any other factors which signal a change in the overall threat picture for American citizens as events warrant. In travel security news, in addition to a U.S. government-issued worldwide caution, there are also dozens of additional alerts and warnings in effect for a host of countries around the world specifically identified as posing significant risks for U.S. citizens. As always, if you are planning travel abroad, even to such common destinations as the Caribbean, Mexico, or Europe, don't take your safety for granted. AlertUSA strongly recommends checking out the U.S. State Department's travel website, as well as that of the CDC, for safety and security information about your destination. We also recommend taking a few minutes to visit the equivalent websites of the Canadian, Australian, and British governments to see the travel guidance that those nations are providing to their citizens as threats and assessments can and do vary. This has been an Alert USA Threat Journal National Situation Update for the week ending Saturday, February 10th, 2018.